0: Hello again, you're listening to the News at One. New figures from the Central Statistics Office show that 68% of workers aged between 20 and 69 have some form of pension cover outside the state pension. The state's new auto-enrolment pension scheme is expected to be in place by the end of this year. Let's talk to Paul Kenny now, who's member of the Retirement Planning Council and former Pensions Ombudsman. Paul Kenny, you're very welcome to the programme and thanks for taking our call this, this lunchtime. So Good afternoon, I, Brian. I suppose we can look at these CSO Figures and you can say the glass is half full or ha- half empty. There's still a significant number of people who don't have any pension cover other than the state pension. That's
1: right. And uh, of course, it's something we've been aware of for quite a long time. Every successive survey comes out with numbers that are not unlike the ones that we have today. And it is worrying. Uh, one particular thing that worries me um, is the fact that of the thirty-two odd percent who don't have uh, pension coverage, nineteen percent—sorry, uh, fifty-nine percent—which is nineteen percent of the total population—will mm-hmm. be reliant on the state pension alone or mainly mm-hmm. uh, as a source of retirement income. So, so that is a worrying statistic.
0: I mean, obviously, people in the public service will have public service, or uh, many of them anyway, will have public service pension cover. So, if you if you if you if you take the figures purely in terms of the private sector, pension provision is is lower again than, than a third, isn't it?
1: Very much lower. Yes, I would think uh, it's probably down at the thirties somewhere um, in in terms of the private sector. And we notice from the uh, stats that have been produced uh, today that thirty two percent. Of those in uh, the accommodation and food services area, um, have have no cover. Mm. Uh, so they, or sorry, have cover. So that that that's a very low statistic. Um, they haven't uh, singled out agricultural employment, but I know from previous surveys, agriculture was one of the areas that were very poorly served in terms of pension coverage as well.
0: And in terms of people who have that private pension, the kind of pension that they're likely to have is also shifting, isn't it? Between what's called defined contribution, uh, which guarantees you a, a particular um, sum in retirement, uh, or, or which doesn't guarantee that, and Defined benefit, which does?
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, defined benefit used to be the norm uh, right throughout the private sector and public service. Nowadays, uh, the majority of defined benefit schemes are in the public sector. There are still some private se- sector employers offering defined benefits, but it's, it's uh, the number is dwindling all the time. And the number of uh, schemes that have changed from defined benefit to defined contribution has increased uh, substantially over the years.
0: We also find that there are there are quite a few workers in the private sector who, who actually haven't been offered the option of a pension by their employers.
1: That is very worrying indeed. Uh, I mean, I, I looked at the stats and uh, of the people who weren't in pension schemes, they said, uh, well, 43% of them said they couldn't afford to join a pension scheme, but another 43% said they hadn't got around to doing it. And that uh, worries me because since the Pensions Amendment Act in 2002, which is neither today nor yesterday, employers have had the uh, obligation to offer uh, the facility to contribute to a personal retirement savings account to anybody who's not going to be eligible to join a pension scheme within six months of joining service.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, now of course this this is all supposed to be addressed by the government's plans for for auto I- enrollment uh, whereby people will unless they opt out be automatically enrolled in a pension scheme and um, is that happening quickly enough do you think and is it going to make a difference
1: well first of all i think we we missed the boat a long time ago <laughs> they did this in australia more than 20 years ago um but uh now that we're getting around to it i think it's a very good idea and, and an awful lot of people will benefit from it, there's no doubt about it. I was talking to someone recently who said he was only dimly aware of the notion of auto-enrolment, but he thought it was a great idea because he doesn't have a pension scheme in the employment that he's in at the moment and he was looking forward Mm. to the idea that he would be, in in effect, compelled to save. Not only that he would be compelled to save, but an employer would be uh, obliged to contribute and the government was going to make a contribution as well.
0: Mm. Now the scheme is expected to take its uh, its first uh People on board, if you like, by the end of, of the year. And um, for those who do come into the scheme, what, what's what are they? Go- what's going to happen? How are they going to? Uh, how are they going to be dealt with? What's what's going to be their experience?
1: Okay. Well, what's going to happen is that they're going to be uh, automatically enrolled in a pension arrangement. Their employer will be uh, obliged to contribute, and uh, then uh, after seven eight months, they will get the option to opt out. Now, what the government is relying on is inertia. They're Mm -hmm. hoping that most people won't bother to opt out. And uh, quite a number of people in the survey actually have said the ones who are aware of auto enrolment, quite a high percentage of them have said they will likely stay in the scheme once they're in it, Mm. which is really good.
0: Presumably that the extent to which people stick with it will depend on the extent to which they understand exactly what's happening. And I suppose maybe the tax and other benefits uh, of putting money aside for, for your pension.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be the same as the traditional pension scheme where you pay your contribution gross and you get some tax relief on it. What's going to happen here is like the old SSIA arrangement, whereby the government will actually put uh, 1% in for every 3% the employee puts in. So it's effectively like it's equivalent um, to tax relief at about 25% which is higher than the rate that lower paid people would get now in terms of tax relief. They get 20% on direct contributions, Mm -hmm. but it's lower than the highest paid people would get who'd be paying 40% tax on the margin. Uh, So, yeah, for, for a lot of those people, you know, it's certainly going to be beneficial. And once they see the money coming in from the government, I think a lot of them will tend to say, yeah, this is not a bad idea.
0: okay we'll we'll keep an eye on this follow-up and perhaps talk to you a bit later in the year when it does begin to take effect but for a moment paul paul kenny pensions advisor thank you very much for that